Good morning. You are listening to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. Today, Angela and Danuta are with me in the studio. Peter is on the panel, and I'm Caroline. Hello, Peter. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. Good morning, morning. dear sister. <laughs> How are you today? Good. Good. Yes. Good. Very good. Um, so, what does it mean to be in meditation? Um, meditation is actually a state, and you, you can't just meditate. You have to be in meditation, and meditation is when you reach the state of thoughtless awareness, which is when the kundalini which is in the base of our sacrum bone, passes up through all of the chakras, pierces our fontanelle at the top of our head and allows us to become thoughtless. So being in meditation means being thoughtless. Exactly. Wow. And how do you do that? I'm still learning, <laughs> but snippets come and uh, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you achieve that, Danuta? Stop the thoughts? Sometimes. <laughs> I can speak from the perspective of being a new mum. And that's um, it's it. Sometimes it's really hard to stop the thoughts because it's you know anyone who has children would appreciate how constant that is. Um, so um, the 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 moments when I can sit and meditate are the moments you know that that are the best <laughs> bits in my day really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all went through that, being a, a new mum, and uh, one or twice, or three times for some people. Went back again 16 years later. <laughs> oh. oh, you liked it very much. <laughs> and, um, and so it's, it's a very difficult time, and um, it's a beautiful and difficult time, so it's, it's so de definitely hard to go in meditation at that moment. And what's special about Sahaja Yoga meditation? Because there's lots of meditation out there, and uh, what what's makes Sahaja Yoga meditation different? Well, from what I've experienced and <clears throat> what I've been told, it's more about the state of thoughtless awareness. And many meditations uh, try to attain that by using their mind to stop the thoughts. And for me, it's a little bit like a dog chasing its tail. Mm. <clears throat> it's a, it's, um, you can focus on things, but it's actually not allowing the meditation to come spontaneously and I think that's the difference is that it's a spontaneous meditation and I think when people have people can attain that naturally out in the world when they look at beautiful things like rivers and trees and flowers they they make you thoughtless or babies <laughs> especially babies, especially babies. <laughs> and so to get there spontaneously is what Sahaja Yoga is. Yeah, true meditation is really involving no mental activity at all. And um, actually you use the word focus, that's a good word because mm -hmm. people understand it, but what, what's more precise I think is our attention. And our attention is our awareness that we put um, where there's no thoughts above our heads. Exactly. And, um, and this, this doesn't involve any mental activity. And Danuta, you are you're kind of new to Sahaja Yoga, like four or five years now? Yeah, um, I can't, can't even remember. <laughs> good, no, good, don't think. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I saw you beautifully growing, coming to programs. And like, what made you come the first, first time you came to, to program? Why? Um, the first, well, the story is long, but the first time I think I was really looking for something. Um, and I could really feel that, you know, things were not working out like what I had in my life it wasn't enough um, 
So the first time I came, um, I just realized I never tried, you know, didn't try, never tried meditation. I just had that idea that you had to go through that strenuous regime of doing a lot of difficult poses, etc. And then I'll try something. So the first time I came, it's just, okay, I'll just try this for a few weeks and then I'll do something else. Um, and I got hooked and, um, and I never went back to do other things <laughs> because I guess like you keep looking and you keep jumping from one thing to the other, to the next, to the next, because the things don't fulfill you. But once you find that thing that's true and real, that fulfills you, you just stick with it. You just, you just stay with it because, you know, you found it. It's like you find, you know, the true love, you stay with that person <laughs> your whole life. Wow. <laughs> Wow. To talk after that. <laughs> now that puts me into thoughtless. <laughs> and so that makes me very humble. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> and Danuta, what makes you so certain you find it? I know like, I felt the same, but how how do you know you find it? How do you know that's the truth? Um well, I tried not to do it. It's impossible not to do it. My life is not complete without it. Um It just, it just makes me, I can say, makes me a better person, but that's like cliches, like people have said those things so many times. Like you just have to experience it. Like once you experience it, like you are, you are not able to, what's, I, I forgot the question, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what, what makes what me makes so certain? Um, you were answering the I question. I think it's, it gave me access to things that I've never had access to. Uh, before it gave me such a huge insight into my personality why certain things kept happening to me um, and it gave me access to the best best part in me which in Sahaja Yoga you call the spirit in different traditions you call different you call different things but it gave me it showed me that I'm a good person mm. <laughs> it gave me the access to the best that's in me exactly And not only we are, we are a good person because we are spiritual beings and being a spiritual being means we're one with, with the divine energy around us. But also Sahaja Yoga for me is giving me the tools to, uh, to see what's not working inside me, what I don't like. Um, things like fears, like anger, like hatred sometimes or bad thoughts, uh, negative attention, lack of forgiveness. Also things that um, st stop you from um, being yourself really and, um, and you can introspect, you can see it and you have the tools to fix them. So the meditation is doing all of that. So any, anything you want to add ladies? I just <coughs> also found for me um, it was quite a journey coming to Sahaj and to be able to let go of all those things that you, you knew what you were not doing the right thing for yourself but maybe there were society norms or family norms or just things to cope, you know, comfort mm. food, comfort anything, yeah, whatever, conditionings that, you know, you're able to get rid of those without any medication, without any retreats, without... <laughs> without standing on your without head. Without standing on your head <laughs> and without feeling guilty about it, the biggest thing, and without going back to it because what happens is the things that you let go of they're completely gone and they're replaced with that quality that's mm. that's inside of you that you wanted in the first place and, and it's so simple to to do 
that you almost feel like oh, I can't achieve that much with such a simple <laughs> technique, so spontaneous and so yeah. natural. And um, actually, we, we will experience very soon after that piece of music, we will experience um, uh, what we call self-realization process. I will explain to you what it is after the piece of music. listening to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. There was a song Inaya from the young composer Jesse White um, and interpreted by Lena Jeffrey. They're both good friends and uh, of Sahaja Yoga <laughs> and uh, very talented obviously. I would like now to invite you um, to join me for a guided meditation. Um, this guided meditation 
will help you to raise uh, your kundalini energy that um, Angela mentioned before. And obviously, hopefully, I was wanted to say, um, you will feel it. So if you could just sit down, this is a very important moment. Um, it could change your life. And it's going just to take 10 minutes. So if you could just make the effort to stop everything, stop the dishes, stop driving, and just sit wherever you want and be relaxed. And take a few big deep breaths. Just relax everything. Relax every muscle in your body. Your shoulders, your fingers, your face. We're going to leave our left hand on our lap, palm up, all throughout the process. And our right hand will move on our left side. So let's put our hand on the heart. And it's a big deep breath. And we ask our mother Kundalini, our spiritual mother. Mother, who am I? Who am I really? What is the truth about myself? below the ribcage, still on the left-hand side. Mother, am I my own master? Am I my own teacher? Can I choose for myself? Then you put your hand when the leg and the body join together. Give a little bit of a pressure there. Please give me the pure knowledge. Please reveal me the truth. Why am I here? What is my true purpose? Give me the pure knowledge. The knowledge that doesn't change. Eternal and pure. 
Then you put your hand back below the rib cage. Mother, the truth about myself is I am my own master. The pure knowledge is inside of me. And I have access to it. I am my own master. And I can choose to do the right thing. myself that I am a spiritual being I am not this mind not those conditionings and ego not this body and emotions I am the spirit pure eternal infinite I am the spirit I am the spirit then you can put your hand on the left side of your vishuddhi on the left side of your neck Gently turn your head towards the right shoulder. This center gets affected if we feel guilty. And guilt is a myth. Doesn't help in any way to improve. Just say from your heart, Mother, I am not guilty. I am not guilty for anything at all. I am not guilty. Any mistake we do is out of ignorance. And we are the pure spirit. we are not guilty mother I am not guilty I am not guilty now you can put your hand on the forehead and press your temple on its side with your fingers if you really want to be in meditation 
you have to forgive. You have to let go. You have to be born again. Mother, I forgive. I forgive everyone. I forgive everything that happened. And most of all, I forgive myself. Mother, I forgive. I forgive. And you can put your hand at the back of your head and turn gently your head towards the sky, keeping your eyes closed. Mother, please forgive me for all my mistakes. Please guide me in my spiritual journey. Please forgive me, Mother. And then you can put your hand on the top of your head, the palm on the fontanelle. And just move your scalp a little bit around. With your full attention and from your heart, just ask, Mother, please give me my self-realization. Please give me my enlightenment. Mother Kundalini, please rise. Connect me to everything and to everyone. Mother, I am a spiritual mother. I am a spiritual person. Please guide me in my journey.
to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. And uh, today the theme of our, pro of our program is what it is to be a woman, as you can uh, sense from the song. Um, what are the woman qualities and can we shine? 
some days. <laughs> can we express those qualities? How, how meditation can help us expressing those qualities? So, um, anybody inspired <laughs> to answer the question? I've got a really funny story that's, I, I, for me, kind of, when my big boy was little um, and he didn't want to do his foot soaks after school. So what's a foot soak? Foot soaks comes down the right side and cools the liver down <clears throat> and takes all the heat away that you've gathered in the day and brings you back to... So you basically put your feet in a, feet, in, yeah, in a bucket of in a water bucket, with yeah, some salt. That we don't use for food afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Keep it for the foot soaks. <laughs> and so, you know, he would never want, want to do it and he would look at me and he would go, Mama, you go first. <laughs> how, how wise are they? He was so wise, and I did. I always went first, and then he would just come and sit down in the bucket without any complaints. But if I tried to do it the other way, no. So does it does it mean that a, a mother or mm. a woman has to be uh, calm and peaceful before we can get absolutely the children? If calm you want anything peaceful? achieved, you have to look inside yourself <laughs> and find the peace. So what are the woman qualities? You, you two are perfect example of that. So don't <laughs> pretend you don't know. <laughs> well, the, if I, you want me to start, <laughs> the the, I guess the um, if you want to put it in a term, there is a term called Lakshmi, and and these qualities are definitely um, given to the women. And I guess you know for some people that that name kind of means that the woman sits in the house and cooks all day, and and that's it. But for me, it just means that. The woman is totally, like, able to be the centre of the household, that everyone in the household could turn to and know that the woman, you know, the mother is going to be there, the wife is going to be there. Whatever happens to them in the world, mama or the wife yeah. is going to be there. And there's a good meal. And there's a good for meal for my tummy <laughs> and, you know, a tuck into mm. bed for the kids. It, it sounds superficial, but it's really not. Like, cooking, no. it's such an important quality... Uh, and uh, anybody can learn cooking and it's such a way to satisfy the whole family and to to bring peace to bring uh, regularity also in the, in in our day and all this is just bringing uh, balance to the whole family it is for me one uh, important quality of uh, you're speaking about nabi so just uh, for our listeners that are just new to meditation there is um, seven energy centers along our spine uh, from the base of the spine to the top of the head and those are called chakras and uh, a chakra is means wills in will in sanskrit do i say it well wheel, wheel. <laughs> angela always correct my very good french english <laughs> <laughs> so um it means will in sanskrit because they rotate in a clockwise direction within us and by rotating they spread their energy um and they help us to find balance emotionally, physically, intellectually, and uh, also, very importantly, spiritually. <laughs> so, um means that they bring qualities to us, that we all have those qualities built in, and if our chakra get off balance or stuck, or they just can't um, develop those qualities within us. So, we're all potentially amazing. <laughs> And um, or, and we can choose to be the shadow of ourselves or just to express those qualities. So sorry, to go back to our, our Nabi Chakra. Mm. So the Nabi Chakra is the third, the third chakra on the spine. So it's really close to the belly button. And um, 
uh, as um, Angela was expressing it, um, it's got qualities of that are female qualities, but they are also very much into men. Um, and and one of for me of the most important quality of the left nabi because they have different they have left center and right qualities. It's the ability to change negativity into positivity, and this like for my uh, few years of of meditation became center of my life because it means you you get bombarded all the time by negative things around you by angry people by um, stress by problems in your life and you at that moment you have the choice to react and to become a wreck like I was yesterday <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just to show you I'm really not perfect I'm learning um, and 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 make a mess around you or you have the potential of absorbing whatever negativity stress is coming to you bearing it absorbing it digesting it and giving love instead of that so just stopping it right there and and when a woman can do that she changes everything she changes herself she changes a her family she changes a society and she brings up very peaceful and strong children I know you didn't, that's exactly right and for my big boy was slightly you know on the emotional in you know side with a few insecurities and if you tried in any way to come at him with your ego without having any compassion or peace he would just clam up completely and you know if you stop take a deep breath open your heart up he'd do anything for you so it's really that choice mm -hmm. that um but you have to be alert all the time that you are which way you want to go mm. so and if we do a yeah. mistake we just have to say sorry and, yes. and not feel guilty about yeah, it yeah yeah and if i did make a mistake it was always i would ask for forgiveness mm. sorry i'm not human you know i'm not always i'm human yeah i'm human <laughs> sometimes i'm felt. not human <laughs> And please forgive me. And instantly that forgiveness. So is I'm there. going to ask sorry to my dear husband today. <laughs> sorry, Rodolf, <laughs> for losing it yesterday. Um, something I hear very often is if the woman is happy in the family, the whole family is happy. And that's a very true say. But just um, to reflect on what we were talking about before, I wonder once who is keeping the woman happy then? Who, who's, whose job is it to keep the woman happy? Of course having a sweet husband and recognizing and, and realizing how sweet you are is, is always helpful, but it's not his job. The job of the person that needs to keep the woman happy, it's herself. I was thinking about that this morning, actually was in my meditation this morning, exactly that. And I remember one of the talks from Shimadaji where she was explaining how she did built her, her own house in a very different way yes <laughs> instead of ordering all the stuff in she brought the family in of the builders and she and fed, fed them, them <laughs> and looked after them and then they gave her the best of everything yes and um and i guess we're all the men of that talk were wondering what the value was to be a man and she said well you're you're the flowers that everybody sees and uh, she, she said the women is is like you know the, the fragrance the fragrance yeah it comes through in and it's a sustaining and nourishing and it's such a good thing that you're bringing that up yeah. um, jenna because it's such a an amazing talk of shimadeji and she makes everybody 
love. It's really funny. And um, yeah, um, like if if we if women are the fragrance in the Mother Earth, and there was no flowers, there would be no way to show that fla fragrance to exactly. for people to enjoy it. So we were not seen, but we are in the background. Like in a in a what's the movie of the Greek movie? You know, um, my big fat, my big Greek, fat Greek wedding. <laughs> she says, she says, the, the man is a head, but the woman is a neck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I remember from the movie. <laughs> and um, I know you, I know your answer, but if you had to pick one woman, the woman of all the women, who is, who would that be? Oh, Shumanaji, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so who is Shumanaji? <laughs> Oh, Sri Mataji Nirmala Devi is the founder of Sahaja Yoga and well, she's the reason why we're all here, why we do what we do. Um, she gave us our self-realization, so she gave us everything. Well, she gave us, you know, our second, second birth, what it's called, so the ability to be our true selves. When Shumataji was born, uh, she was born in the center of India. She was uh, already a mother, a pregnant mother, knew she was very special. And um, all the villagers in the, around, she knew that little girl was very, very special. She grew up and, um, and joined the movement for independence of India. Um, and uh, she was staying in the um, ashram of Indira Gandhi. And he saw straight away that she was also very special. So she started the spiritual movement just to help all of us to understand that meditation is a key to our lives and that there's a, a greater being inside us. But you know what else she did? She also raised two daughters mm -hmm. first and said that you have to do this role first as a woman mm -hmm. before you do anything else because this is the most important job. So she waited until everyone had left home and was settled and married before she could take this other role on. Absolutely, because mm. women are responsible for the society. If we're not good mothers, the society has no chance. So let's listen to a talk now of uh, Shumataji where she speaks about women. And um, uh, it's actually f uh, been given in 1991. Lakshmi is the woman who should know that she has the great responsibility of creating a very great society of Sajoga. She is not an ordinary woman. How, women, how many women got their realization before? But in Sajoga, if you find the ladies, you hardly find very few who are really alert. Most of them are in trance condition. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. They don't know much of cooking. You ask them anything, they don't know anything. You talk to them, you feel as if they have taken some sort of a drug. Nothing goes into their nets. Sometimes one feels it's better I do it myself, impossible. The alertness is gone. Because alertness that comes 
through your right side is wasted on nonsensical things. Attention is wasted on nonsensical things, that's why the housewives have lost that discretion to know that they have to be extremely alert and sensible and wise. They should know each and everything. It's not so. They're just leaving the air somewhere hanging, you know. You don't know what to say to them, how to ask for anything, how to explain anything to them. It's an impossible situation. So that alertness has to be there in a housewife is an extremely important. So we have Fatima at a young age. She had these two sweet children who died in the war in Karbala. But a brave woman, the way she established the Shia system, her husband also died. And she did all that on her own, leaving behind the parda, leaving behind the walls, she managed everything. We have had many such queens in our country. There was a seventeen-year-old widow who was a daughter-in-law of Shivaji. She fought with Aurangzeb and defeated him in our country. So many of them we have. But if you do not have the alertness, then you cannot be a Gralakshmi, you cannot be a good mother, you cannot be a good wife. There's no slavery in it. They don't know even what pleases their husbands, how to create peace in the family, what to say, when to say beautiful things and when to be strict. All this discretion is not there. Either they are shrews or they are slaves. So Sahaja Yoga is meant for women who are alert, who are wise, who know everything about life. Even they don't know where are the chakras on the feet. Look at your mother, she's a woman. She knows so much. They don't know anything as to how Kundalini passes 
through these centers, what it does, what she is capable of. But the Kundalini itself is the feminine power. She knows each and everything about you, about her child. be my life without you and our good loves. You're always here to pick me up when I fall. The one that reminds me to stand up tall. When life seems too hard to be spoken. When everything around seems to be broken and no one else seems to understand how good it feels when you take my hand in your hand you'll cry with me you'll feel for me you'll softly whisper in my ear how much you love me oh dear sisters I love you I love your strengths I love your patience. I love that you can see the truth and stand for it. Fearlessly. Peacefully. I love that you scream from inside all the nonsense of the world and keep smiling from the outside. Oh dear sisters, we can see all the beauty in the world, the light in everyone. We are fighting the dark wolf from inside. And what we aspire is to have wings and spread the love and the peace we feel within. This is the hardest fight. It's our battle to inspire the world to become subtle. In each woman there is a rose that doesn't need to use its thrones. Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. If you're still sitting in meditation, I would like you to keep your eyes closed just for a few seconds. 
take another big deep breath. Put your hand on your heart. Mother, I am a spiritual being. I am your child. Please show me your presence. Show me you are the truth. Now put your hand on your tummy. Mother, please make me peaceful. Please make me content. Please make me so peaceful that I can give peace to others. So today our topic is what it is to be a woman. And uh, we spoke about Shumataji before, being for us a woman of all the women. And Shumataji, um, who has founded Sahaja Yoga, has participated to a world conference for women in Beijing, and that was in 1995. And during that conference, she talked about global problems facing women today. And I'm um, going to ask Angela in her beautiful reading voice to, um, <laughs> to, um, read a few um, quotes from that. It's a little bit long, but so interesting. You made me cry after that poem, Caroline. <laughs> I love you, Angela. I love you too, sister. <laughs> Shumanaji said, Women as a whole have definitely suffered over the ages because we have not realized what their importance is and what their proper role is in human society. Society itself, which is her creation, tries to control or put down the womanhood. In the East, we can say that due to fundamentalism, influence, women have been under great pressure and their morality is based on fear rather than freedom. In the West, they have fought for their freedom, but what they have attained is spurious freedom. The women in the West have the freedom to abandon all social and moral values. Thus in the East we can say that most of the women are timid, oppressed and cannot express themselves. While in the West we find most of the women are reduced to sex symbols and they are keen to expose their bodies, their anxiety appears in fashion advertisements. Most of them accept this position because otherwise they could not have survived in that chaotic world of the West. And Shumanaji goes on to say, what most of the women in the East would regard as very humiliating and degrading is regarded as something very glorifying in the West. I have seen both the worlds very deeply and I feel that unless and until you bring a new culture by which women from the East and women from the West can both rise in their own esteem and express themselves in such a way that they create high moral standards for their society. Women neither in the East nor in the West will rise to their full stature of feminine speciality. The speciality is that if women are respected for their womanhood, 
understanding what they are capable of and how they can empower themselves with all the education needed. All the security will prov be provided to them and they will provide security to the society. Shumanaji goes on to say, the main work of womanhood is to create a good society. Immorality and corruption are the two horrible monsters which are eating up our society. And I would blame the mothers of these immoral and corrupt persons because they have failed in their duties as mothers in their childhood. The loving training of the mother is the first and most effective influence in shaping the children into beautiful citizens. Mothers who have never tried to guide with great concern or love or the wives or the daughters who are falling into the fear of the men or of the destructive culture have not done their duty as integral members of the family to strengthen the moral fibre of the men. It is also important to see how children are treated in these two cultures of East and West. What we see in the East is that children would listen to their mothers if they were not under fundamentalist culture. This culture regulates women to the level of an inferior human being, fit to be dominated by men and children. In the West, also the same thing happens. Children don't respect their mothers, neither do they listen to them. And I feel this is because, generally, the Western women spend more time looking after their body and looks than on looking after and loving their children. The nexus between the mother and the children weakens and breaks, and it is for this reason that many children become street urchins. Fortunately, there are still many families in the East and some in the West who deeply defy the corrupting trends of today and look after their children and bring them up properly. is now full of problems though they have the money they don't have peace within and without the truth is that women are the potential power of every civilization and every country it is evident that women are the creators and the preservers of the entire humankind this is the role that the almighty god has assigned to them seeds cannot create anything by themselves it is the mother earth which provides the flowers and the fruits and other bounties Similarly, it is the woman who creates the child, who nurtures the baby and eventually brings up the citizen of tomorrow. Women must therefore rank with Mother Earth as the edifice of the entire human humanity. Unfortunately, men have utilised muscle power to gain a dominating position over women. They have not recognised that women are complementary and equal but not similar partners in human endeavours. A society that does recognise this fundamental truth and does not give to women their rightful role is not a civilised society. to see more of that talk because it's a very important talk and, and um, might want to go back to it you can go on the internet and you just uh, google um, Shimataji 
conference for women in Beijing in 95 and he would come through that and the whole transcript is on the internet so unfortunately it's time to say goodbye now <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed the program um, if you like to um, to try the meditation I really encourage that and um, there's many programs all around your area uh, it's all over the world it's definitely all over Sydney all over Australia so you can go to freemeditation.com.au it's freemeditation.com.au or you can call 1-300-724-252 it's 1-300-724-252 so I leave you now with a song called This is a Man's World and a Woman of Goods and it's, it's done by Johan Freger the winner of the, of the Voice in France and he's also a Sahaja Yogi bye for now This is a man's world But it won't be nothing Nothing Without a woman Or a girl Oh It's about a little baby girl And a baby boy Because it make them toys, yes And after men, man, everything Everything, everything